We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Well, this has been quite the day here in St. Louis and also on this radio show. Ladies and gentlemen, I would encourage you to go back to the beginning of the show when we covered the Kim Gardner News Conference extensively. You can always use the Odyssey app and rewind up to 24 hours or download the podcast. And um, we'll keep you updated on that during the roundtable tomorrow as well. I do have an audio cut of the day before the hour is up, and we'll um, get back to some of the things that our circuit attorney, hopefully soon to be former circuit attorney, said during that news conference. We also had Andrew Bailey, the Missouri attorney general, who has now filed a petition to remove her from office with the circuit court here in St. Louis. And that aired at about 345. You can use that app to go right back to hear Andrew. And, of course, Jane joined us a few minutes ago. So, um Big topic on the roundtable tomorrow, and I, I've I've mentioned this a couple of times. I've been in the media for a long time, and there are stories that just build and build. And just as a host, you can feel the anger, the uh, the energy around it. And this is certainly one that has captivated people for, you know, a very sad reason because a 17 year old girl lost her legs in a tragic accident. But we'll continue to stay on top of it. Um, earlier in the show, Sue mentioned Djokovic not being able to play in this country because of vaccine requirements, which is utterly utterly ridiculous, especially what we know now about the um, you know effectiveness of transmitting the coronavirus if you are vaccinated. Robert Moffitt with the Heritage Foundation wrote about this and the um, not particularly about Novak Djokovic, but the vaccine policy of the Biden administration, which I think is certainly outdated at this point. Robert Moffitt, Bob, how are you? Welcome back to 97.1 FM Talk. Um, Mark, I'm happy to be here. There's a lot to talk about. There is a lot to talk about. By the way, are you dialed into all our situation here in St. Louis? Because it has broken nationally quite a bit. Well, uh, if you're talking about this crazy prosecutor, yes, I've heard yes. about this. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these prosecutors all over the country, including my native Philadelphia, have been funded by George Soros. And uh, the yeah, her consequences too. That yeah. for public safety has been disastrous. And that's exactly what happened here with Kim and unfortunately with Wesley Bell in St. Louis County as well. But we're we're trying to do something about it and really get this to me is so beyond politics. We have people that are getting killed and maimed and people don't feel safe in downtown St. Louis, which is really problematic. But let's talk about this vaccine policy. I can't believe that some of this stuff is still happening with vaccine mandates, Bob. Well, I mean, uh, altogether, as I pointed out in the article, what's happening is at the federal level, uh, the, the Biden administration's uh, vaccine mandates are coming apart. I mean, Congress uh, has uh, struck down the military vaccine uh, against the president's uh, uh, against the president's wishes. Uh, obviously, uh, that's a pretty big victory. The Republicans in the House uh, promised that they would do it, and they are doing it. Uh, they have their eye 
on getting rid of the vaccine mandate on federal workers. Uh, the vaccine mandate on federal contractors uh, has uh, is in, in federal court uh, right now. Uh, that's still standing. The vaccine mandate on health workers is still standing. But um, the big uh, imposition was, of course, the the uh, the one that would have affected 80 million Americans, which was the vaccine mandate on on businesses, uh, which was really unconstitutional, and the court struck it down. But you, so you're, you're, one of your points, though, is that you know the mandate's going away is not enough, right? There needs no, to be more. No, and and no, I mean, my point is is that we got to know why they did what they did, given the information that they had. Remember, the Biden administration's imposition of this comprehensive set of that vaccine mandates was a very sharp reversal of what the president said when he was elected, that he would not impose any mandate. And as I pointed out in the article, that was also the general view of public health authorities, uh, including Anthony Fauci, that the vaccine mandate would not be a good idea. Fauci said it was never done before and it should not be done. The crucial question that I have, and I, the, the question I raised uh, in the article was why the administration reversed course and what was the scientific rationale for them doing that? Because if you look at the record, the record shows that the president and his administration officials made all kinds of strange and contradictory and confusing things. I mean, the absurd statement that he made on September, uh, I think it was September 25th, that the point of the vaccine mandate was to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated come again yeah uh, right exactly <laughs> I mean, exactly i mean now i mean you could say well you know it's biden he doesn't know what he's talking about he's you know whatever you know he's a doddering demented old man but the point is if if, if the point is he he had to been he had had to have been advised to go ahead with this and the question is why now the good news here is that since that article came out uh, we've had the first coronavirus hearing, uh, coronavirus hearing on February 8th uh, with the House Energy and Commerce Committee. And uh, Congressman Buckshin is Larry Buckshin of uh, Indiana. He's a physician. And he started to drill in uh, to this and tried to get Director uh, Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC, to explain why. After, you know, they had reversed course, why they were uh, still pursuing or pushing vaccine mandates, knowing what they know now, which is and when did they know it, that the vaccines were fundamentally ineffective at preventing the transmission of the disease from one person to another. Why? And uh, Walensky basically admitted under oath uh, that the vaccines, in fact, do not prevent uh, transmission. Yeah, because the reason she admitted that under oath is because they don't, right? And some they of don't. us were led to believe, look, I have I have deep regret over some of my sentiments from early in the vaccine process because we were told and they, they were oversold. Now, I happen to believe that they still save lives and um, they're not killing everyone that's dropping dead across the country who are athletes. I do think there are some serious questions to be asked about the vaccines. But that's a the, separate the, question. Right. No, that yeah. is a separate question. But this notion of having a mandate, that's why I brought up the, the Djokovic thing. Why are we requiring him to have vaccination when we know now, as you just indicated, that it's not going to prevent him from giving the coronavirus to anyone? Well, that's right. Well, that's why the Congress just uh, repealed 
the requirement, the House did, excuse me, the House did, that foreign travelers entering the United States show proof of vaccination. I got to hand it to McCarthy and the Republicans. They're actually delivering on what they said they would deliver on. And this is a big one. Um, uh, the uh, the question is whether the, the, the House will go along with or the Senate. Senate yeah, yeah. Will go along with it. But any, in any event, um, no, it doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, the uh, it, it, if 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 the head of the CDC has just told Congress on February 8th under oath that the vaccines uh, do not uh, prevent transmission, why are we even talking about this? Uh, you know, it's it's the, the, the science has come and gone on this. Uh, I don't want to use that phrase, but the science on this seems to be settled. Yeah, well, you know what? Separate but related here. Did you see in that um, absolutely racist right wing rag of a publication, The New York Times, where Brett Stevens wrote a column about the um, the Cochrane study on masks, which pretty much indicate that I don't care what kind of mask you had on. They didn't work. Yeah, that's right. Seventy eight. Uh, it was a, an examination of 70, 78 studies on the effectiveness of masking uh, to control respiratory infections. Here's one of the questions. What about the utility of masks in conjunction with other preventative measures like hand hygiene? Remember that? Physical distancing or air filtration. Here's the guy. There's no evidence that many of these things make any difference. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, what I mean, the point is, is that, you know, it, we were told to wash our hands like crazy. Uh, and then it became very clear that you'll notice that kind of dropped away over time oh, yeah. uh, because we found out we found out fairly soon enough that uh, this was a, this was a, an aerosol uh, a virus that wasn't uh, generally uh, spread on surfaces. But, you know, the point is, these are scientific questions. And uh, the truth of the matter is, is that you know, uh, as Congressman Buckshawn uh, pointed out during the hearing, the initial effectiveness of the vaccine against the alpha variant, the original variant that came from China, uh, there was no question about the fact that it was quite effective. And in fact, there's evidence that it was effective also in preventing transmission. But the situation on the ground was shortly thereafter evolving. It was changing. Uh, with the emergence of the new variants, uh, first the Delta and then the Omicron variant. and uh, But that did not seem to make any difference to the federal officials who were pushing vaccine mandates when they knew that the vaccine mandates were ineffective at preventing transmission. And that's the scandal. That's the big story. And the question is why? Well, and the other the other part of this is there's still never and you've seen more research emerging about this because a lot of us at the time, even if we supported the vaccine, said, hey, I, I completely respected people who were younger and had opposition to this because they were healthy, but also because of natural immunity. If you remember, there were months and months and months. There was no acknowledgement of that whatsoever. Yeah, which is insane. Excuse yeah, me. It is. Uh- I mean, when you were in high school biology, you learned if you got measles, mumps, rubella, or whatever, uh, you know, you developed natural immunity. Your, your, you know, your 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 sophomore high school biology told teacher told you that. Why did natural immunity? Another great mystery. Why this is a great mystery of the universe. Why did natural immunity suddenly become a controversial topic with the emergence of the coronavirus? 
It's a great question. That's you know, I, it's just some of the things, and I don't know how often, well, you write comms about it, so you probably do think about it quite a bit, but I, I thought about this this week and the holiday on Monday I had off and I took my daughter, she's like, we tried to keep her busy and I took her to a playground where she could go down slides and I, I immediately hearkened back and I actually, that same day, I took my dogs to a great park here called George Winter Park and if you go back to that time, they were putting police tape up to keep us out of parks, to keep us off of play, it's to really? keep us away from beaches. The the stupid things that we did that this government that we allowed the government to do, there are important lessons and hopefully many of us will never allow this to happen again. But it's it's just embarrassing. It really is. It's embarrassing because when you look back at it, there was scientific justification for none of it. No, that's right. I mean, mean, you and I have both seen I mean, I I live uh, I live in in outside of Washington, but I spend a lot of time in eastern uh, on the eastern shore of Maryland, which is a very beautiful uh, rural part of uh, the state of Maryland, the eastern shore uh, between the Atlantic Ocean and the Chesapeake Bay. And uh, you have wide open farm country there. I, I remember <laughs> I remember driving down the road. I saw the, this couple and they were walking their dog and both uh, and we're talking about a country road. Right. You know, where houses are three and four miles away from each other. <laughs> and and they're walking their dog, uh, the poor dog. And uh, and they're both wearing masks. It, it It's I know. I, it's, I still see it, actually. Now, you think to yourself, either they're virtue signaling. Which they are. We are, you know, we care more about people than any of you who are watching us walk our dog. Or they are paralyzed by fear. Or they have an IQ of a, of, of a melting ice cube. Right. I mean, there, this is insane. I thought all those, those are all options for people. I, there was always this woman when I was on my way to Pet Supplies Plus, one of my sponsors that was in Bowen, running, running, you know, fast with her mask on for months and months and months and months. Bob Moffat, great to have you back here on 97.1 FM Talk. I appreciate it. Thank you. Very good, Mark. Have a great night. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.